This copyrighted podcast of the James Perspective has been paid for and funded by James M. Wilkerson. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or other use of this podcast are a permutation and combination of words and sentences used in this podcast without the express written consent of James M. Wilkerson and the James Perspective is strictly prohibited. Charlotte was naughty this morning. She got a ticket. She didn't get a ticket. She got stopped. Yeah. She, you know what she does? She does. She, she fumbles her, her license and cries and they let her go. Yeah. Every time it works. Even at 16. Yeah, well, not, that, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> she goes, I got that female privilege. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I don't even know how fast I was going. <laughs> I did. It doesn't work for me. When I saw those lights behind me, I thought... Oh, shoot, that was me, and I have no idea how fast I was going. So he comes to the door, and he, I said, I'm so sorry. And he, I said, I don't even know how fast I was going. He said, ma'am, you were doing 52 and a 35. Said, I'm so sorry. Woo! <laughs> Big Jim showed me how to get out of a ticket. One time he was driving us, and we got pulled over, and he goes, watch this. He rolled down the window, and the cop pulled up, and he said, sir, do you know why I'm pulling you over? He goes, yes, sir. He said, why? Big Jim says, because I wasn't paying attention, I was hauling ass. And the guy just laughed. He said, you're right. Let me see your license. He checked it up. (laughs) And then he handed it back, and he smiled the whole time. He says, just slow it down for me, buddy. He goes, I sure will. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I thought if you were were in Mexico, he'd hand him a $10 bill. this, This was in the States. Okay. Oh my goodness. Well, he was very, very nice, very, very kind. Oh, good. <laughs> you know, when we were there, we were in a fairly new vehicle at the time in Mexico, and one started following us around. And uh, Big Jib said, just keep driving. He's probably going to find out if the car stolen. Oh, he's running your plates, baby. Sure, sure enough, he quit following us after a few minutes. <laughs> well, today we're going to talk about The Blob. Now, that movie was made the year that Madonna was born. That's a different now, blob. Well, this Blob movie was amazing. Did you know that it was a double feature with I'm Married to an Alien from Out of Space? was going to be the main feature but people like the blob better. They remade it. The yeah. blob's a good visual of what we're going to talk about. Well, that's really kind of funny because that's why you guys couldn't really say that I didn't have the right topic today. Mm-hmm. Because the, argue, the, 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 the argument of the people saying there's no question this was made during the Cold War and that this blob was coming in and just taking over everything and the only way to do it was this Cold War to, to freeze it out. Well, and that's what that's what the blob was. Now it was made out of silicone, and when it would eat people, they would throw uh, red food coloring into it. Okay. So is Madonna made out of silicone? Is there a connection? Yeah, there? yeah, yeah. She's made almost totally. Have you seen that video? Do you know that she's still performing? Listen. Yes. Did let you see me, that video? Yes. Let me tell you what that was. She cannot get attention anymore because she's an old hoe. And so she has she stages this prank fake fall. fall 
and just to get a little bit of news coverage. Wait, wait. You're telling me you think that Madonna could be fake? She's well, not getting enough. You're coverage. telling me that the high heels the guy had on wasn't part of it. Is that? Oh, Zelensky was performing with her? Oh, yeah. my word. What about that head? They fired a guy from Boeing? Did you see that? I think they let that guy go that was doing all that cross-dressing. Oh, my. At Boeing? Was it Boeing? What are those airline places? I don't know. I, I figured maybe they fired somebody because the doors were popping off. But right. No, no, no. They they hired him because he was a weirdo. Oh, he was cross-dresser. But yeah, but, but not acting very CEO-ish. Oh, he was oh. the CEO. <laughs> he was the CEO? Yes, and they have videos of <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Boeing. <laughs> I think they let, wow. let somebody go named Ed that was in charge of the, what, 737 MAX program. Is that what you're saying? That, I think that's I like what this. I saw. It's automatic fact-checking. Mm-hmm. That way we're accurate here. Now, now listen, this is the really funny thing. And I know that the persons that who sent me the texts are going to hear this, but I'm going to say it anyway. There are people that listen to this podcast, calling to ask legitimately, can you tell us what's going on with this AT&T thing? Okay. Now, now, my opinion, real quick, before we get to the blob, because the blob is the main, the main feature. Well, today. part of it, it could be part of it, by the way. So, so, you see, again, this is just like the movie thing that, that, that I'm married to an alien from outer space was started out as the primary thing, and then they switched it, and the blob became the main thing. Well, the, the blob is the main thing. But we're going to talk about this this telephone thing because it won't be it won't be anything next week. <clears throat> My theory is that it's either hacked or some kind of thing like that, or John Galt. Um, you know, I've been Ian Rand. Ian Rand. That's why he bought the books. I've been using that reference now for about two yeah. months. Well, I think somebody ate a bat at the wet market, and that's what happened. Okay, four chan. Here's what it could be, maybe, and this is speculation on my part, but. If I'm needing to shut down communication, if I'm part of the blob, because at certain points, no telephones would cause, I don't know, revolutionary activity, I'd have to test it first, wouldn't I? Yeah, I mean, you sound like 4chan, you know, but here's the one I like best. Here's the one I like best. There is a deep impact in thing getting ready to happen. We're getting ready to get hit by a meteor. And it's just a few months out, and they said that they got it from a good source at CNN that this is getting ready to happen, and they're wanting to make sure that they're able to cut off the kind of communication that would cause people to leave home and communicate. So if they could communicate at home, they're all right, but they don't want them to get out there. Yeah, Wi-Fi. Why, they don't want them to get out there with cell and go crazy before we get smashed by the meteor. The meteor being a communist complete takeover? Oh, well, the meteor is going to be deep impact. Watch the movie. Oh, I know, but I'm thinking that's another metaphor. That, it's like the blob is the government. Can you tell that yes. Charlotte's not worried about this? Let me tell you why. Why? Because we've got reservations in that mountain thing where you get to go when the meteor hits. Mm. Oh, cool. <laughs> Yeah, if only we knew what what it was. I mean, I think it's I think it's an incompetency thing. I think it's a I just think it broke. Well, it could be what they what they did say. I do not know what's wrong with my system. Anyway, it could be what they said was the real reason, which is um, 
I'm having issues. Anyway. We, we all know there's something wrong with your issues. We can smell it in your, yeah. your system. We can smell it. Yeah, I'm about ready to, to throw this computer right in the trash. All right. All right. Anyway, <laughs> what were you going to say? Well, they call it a uh, solar so spot, you know. That only gets solar ejection. It yeah. only gets AT&Ts, but not. Well, apparently, <laughs> the story is. It uh, also affected quite a few Verizon and uh, other T-Mobile. All right. Well. So, so my sec, my secretary, she's not secretary. She's doing it at law school. She's my paralegal intern, whatever you call her. She's on Verizon, and, and she kept getting notes from them. We're not down. It's another carrier's down. So if you think that you can't get through, it's because their phones are broken. That's what they say. They say. All right. Them. Now, Dwayne, you're sitting there waiting to like Rush Limbaugh to be last to say something because once Dwayne says what it is, there's nothing left to talk about. Well, AT&T said at the last moment in the wee hours of this morning <clears throat> that the problem is they were expanding their network and they believe they have, have identified a faulty process that may be to blame for it, and it took a while to identify it and reverse it. So I think that's a roundabout way of saying we have a department that deals with our infrastructure and hired a new cross-dresser that, told, that gave ah, a, tech, ah, ah. a new tech the permission to implement some ah. script, and the script screwed up all the IP address of the, uh, the units across the U.S., and it took a long time to get everything rebooted and reversed back the way it was programmed originally. <laughs> so my theory was right. This is Ayn Rand. <laughs> you know, cause, because that's the whole purpose of that. Again, Glenn Brought me, brought me the bought me the book. I gotta, I gotta read it. But um, I do. That was the premise of the book: is that all the competent people are gone, and it is. I really do believe that's what happened. I, that was my very first guess. Is what you just said, Dwayne. My first guess was they don't. They're not hiring on competency. They're hiring for other reasons, and it's going to catch up with you. So in in the Air Force, at one of my assignments, it was a top secret. So I have to be a little. Uh, wishy-washy on squishy on some of the details because I don't know that this is unclassified yet, but it was a giant mainframe. It was a top secret mainframe. It was a Honeywell mainframe. And we were all sitting around and this brand new operator that sits at the keyboard that pokes all the little commands on the mainframe was kind of new and he messed up and he typed the wrong command. And the mainframe went down, and you've got all of these commanders at all of these um, Air Force bases, about 22 of them that depended upon this, that were all calling in several hours complaining. So we were all 25 of us standing around in this top-secret mainframe room around this operator that who was trying to undo his damage for the past few hours. <laughs> and all of us started, because we knew what happened, it wasn't necessarily his fault, but they made him think it was, and he was sweating bullets. So we all look at each other and start smiling, and we say, cold boot, cold boot. And we're all just breaking out in a chant. <laughs> cold boot means you have to go and un unwrap, surrant, break the cellophane off of a, um, about a three-foot stack of punch cards and load every punch card in order, one at a time, by hand, to reboot the operating system. 
<laughs> How long would that have taken? It took it had taken a whole nother shift. If they wow. didn't drop any and get him misplaced and have to reorganize the stack. Did he have evil Knievel skid marks in his underwear? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. So so you're guessing incompetence. So that's probably well. what happened. Yeah, that's probably what happened yesterday. There's a bunch of AT and T folks standing around the cross dresser doing their equivalent of cold boot. Cold boot. Cold boot. <laughs> you know what's funny? I didn't miss that daggum phone a minute. Not a second. It didn't it didn't affect my day at all. I don't I don't use it. If you know that, don't you? I don't use my phone. If I if I answered every phone call that used to come in I would never get anything done. I, I don't. I, I, everybody that knows me knows how to get in touch with me if they need me. That's what the CEO of GoDaddy said many years ago. He said, "You want to know how I was successful? Number one, don't answer the phone. Yep. Number two, don't respond to emails. I don't do that either. I didn't know that. You know, because I had I, you know my uh, we have a guy that said that, that that's in Mandible who's up council. He he really people don't even know he's not in Ruston because it's so you know, how easy it is to make it sound like you're here. But he sent me an email, and I said, "You can't do that. I'm not going to see it." <laughs> he know? said number. He said number three on your list of what you want to accomplish that day. If a person intercepting you trying to talk to you about anything is not on your list of what to get done that day, shoot them away. Sean, no wonder I'm starting to be successful. <laughs> I didn't know those three things. Those are the three things that are, that I live by. You can't. You literally can't do everything. Now I will say this: that Glenn is back on now. He was frozen there for a minute, and it was a pretty funny picture. Well, um, for some reason, I couldn't click on anything. It wouldn't work, so I had to kind of reset. You had to do a cold boot. I did a cold boot, actually. <laughs> cold boot. I call a cold boot on my computer where I turn it off and leave it off for three or four minutes, and that way all the capacitors have drained. <laughs> and then I turn it back on. That's Do you know how call. long uh, attention span is of a computer? Attention uh, span? Yeah, how long is the attention span of a typical computer? Uh, attention span? Attention span. Zero. They don't have any attention. No, it's as long as its power cord. <laughs> <laughs> For pun day. There you go. <laughs> okay, so... We're talking about the blob, but not the one the year Madonna was born. No, not Madonna blob um, or the cat-like look she has now. Um, what we're talking about is the... I don't want to see the picture. <laughs> it is it is scary. Uh, there, There's some surgery that went wrong. She should be on botched every day. Anyway, uh, the uh, we're talking about the... Um, censorship industrial complex or what uh, Mike Benz calls the blob which that was their term he he yeah that was I actually they called it a blob yeah he, he used it but he coined they coined it not him he correct from that wow. I didn't know that yeah yeah that was in one of the conferences where I think it was remember uh what, what did they call her scary um 
she's a Jankowitz lady. She was supposed to be part of the Ministry of Truth. Mm-hmm. And then everybody got said, no, we can't have that. Disinformation is what she was going to be ahead of. Apparently, she's really wired into the whole thing. And she oh, Mary Poppins. Yeah, Scary Poppins. That's it. Uh, now, yeah. now the, funny thing, the funny thing is that he's using their terms so they can't say anything about it, right? Yeah. That Rush Limbaugh was able to call Obama the magic Negro. <laughs> Because it was he didn't coin it, they did. Didn't, didn't Biden call him that? <laughs> yeah, no, they were calling him that. It, it's, I think the Los Angeles one Times said that. Up. Los Angeles Times picked up on it, so Rush Limbaugh started calling him the Magic Negro when they got on to him about it. He goes, "No, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm quoting the New York New York Post. I'm quoting them." <laughs> Washington Post says it. A racist <laughs> would say. <laughs> yeah, we got we to do the Greg Gutfeld. A racist would say or a sexist would say. Anyway, but anyway, this is a um, group of organizations that collaborate to make um, censor not only what people see mainly and what they hear, put them into bubbles and make them uh, only, for instance, there's a large amount of Democrats who think Trump is guilty as heck, that he was impeached twice. And he was. That, yeah, well, but they feel it was, they, he convicted, so he just stayed in power. And they believe that he peed on a, a bed in Russia with two prostitutes. They think this has all been proven. Okay. Now, how do they do that? The blob does it. The blob segregates what they call, uh, how did he put it? They're heat maps, but he calls them something else. He says they have a score, and it's a... um, Anyway, they score these different things through AI that they... um, see on the internet. So if something's trending that doesn't meet their agenda or their narrative, they segregate it. They start suppressing it. They start attacking people. They start the lawfare machines if it's bad enough. And so this blob is mainly via the State Department and the DHS. Are they listening to James' perspective? Yes, but we haven't got a, no, a toxicity score. That's what it's called. We don't have a high toxicity score. So viral, when yeah. you, yeah, when, when, what is it that they say? They say if if um, if you are boring or no one listens to you, then it's no problem. Now, Joe Rogan, big time on the heat map, if you know what I mean. Now, if he says something like he said not too long, well, for instance, during COVID, he said, yeah, I have COVID. I didn't take the vaccine. I'm not going to. And remember how he got trashed? That was the blob. So it's a narrative. And they jumped on him. But he was had a large enough following and was significant enough at that time to have some protection, but not much. They still, there's still Democrats who think he took horse uh, medicine and, and Democrats. And I mean, people who listen to liberal media or mainstream corporate media all the time. That, that is the other thing they've co-opted is our press 
and they have done it through infiltrating slowly, uh, like the CIA does overseas, by the way. Uh, you know, most of these uh, big, you notice these big uh, concerts they have over in Europe. And, and in fact, Israel was having a big concert. That's what was happening right then when uh, the paragliders came paragliders in. came in. I'm so mad they got me on that fake video. Yeah. Well, it's I don't believe any video you anymore. It. You have to I don't do. believe that's Dwayne. Well it isn't. It's a digital representation of him. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the 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 reason the CIA has been uh for a long time, I think we even had a little uh conspiracy Friday about that. Uh MK Ultra in the sixties with in the valley. But one of the things they do is they sponsor these big, huge events, concerts, to bring various groups together. Groups that normally fight like tooth and nail will all go to the same concert and listen to the same music. That's Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah, sounds a little weird, huh? Look at that. And the Chiefs win the the Super Bowl uh, when they were underdogs. Now, yeah, they got Pat Mahomes. Well, that that is the only reason I think it might be true because Patrick Mahomes is not from this world. Uh, <laughs> at least his football skills aren't amazing. But anyway, they bring them together because that's how they do color revolutions. Arab Spring, CIA operation. Really, really, they bring these groups together through concerts a lot of times. And through these concerts, these groups that normally would, you know, cut each other into ribbons or kill each other are there partying and they're having fun. And then they all have this identity with the group that is singing up there. And that identity stitches together so many different people, different groups, different interests. And they all have that to point to. And then when they and all of these things that they 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 sponsor have this anti, you know, establishment thread in it. Anti-terrorism, disestablishment, anti-disestablishment. I can't say it anymore. Yeah. Anti-establishment, disestablishmentarianism. Yes. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. That's it, terrorism. Yeah. Thank so, you. So they have that running through it. So it, and songs. Remember, you can listen to a song over and over and over. That's a good way to get into your brain. Oh, I get it. Listen, song worms attack me. Charlotte will tell you that. Right. Well, think about that. What if you had a song that said, get the man, overthrow the government, kind of in, you know, lyrics. And the same groups of people were all were listening to it all the time, and they have this association. The CIA has been sponsoring concerts. They even had a whole uh, in the jazz. What year did they form the CIA? Like 1948? Right after World War II. It was true. Was it Truman? Yeah. 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 And he regretted it. He said, "Yeah, yeah. His, was it wasn't it supposed to be temporary? Yeah, temporary. Oh, it was yeah. a temporary situation." And he said, "Why did the heck did I do that?" Then he in, informed us about the military-industrial complex. I thought that was Eisenhower. that was Eisenhower. Could be Eisenhower. Military-industrial. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, you know, uh, 
I, I hate to beat the Taylor Swift drum, drum, but all of these young women voters, and they are all combined in their love, whether they're liberal or conservative, they are in, in name at least conservative, they, are, they all flock to her. She's got just millions of fans. And they, it's so psychotic now, their obsession with her, that they have Bible studies where they talk, where they well, you talk. See, you see how it works? Yeah, yeah. Because, and that's how they justify it. They wrap Taylor Swift in the Bible, and they have these Bible studies that take Taylor Swift lyrics and see how they can be justified with the Bible. Well, you know, it's interesting. You talk about that beating the drum. You know, that MK Ultra Ray and that thing in, in near Los Angeles where all those singers were. And they weren't very they weren't very um, subtle about it. That Linda Ronstack, you and I beat to the tune of a different drum. Mm -hmm. And then everybody goes and sees Linda Ronstadt. She was a liberal and I loved her. It works, you do. Yeah. yeah. That, that's how that's how the CIA has been doing this since they were almost their inception. Yes. And they sent Louis Armstrong over to fight communism by having these concerts. Is Louis Armstrong like, hello? Yeah. Dolly. But he was a jazz singer. Dolly. And he was very popular at the time. He was super popular in the communist groups. That so was they, my impression. Yeah. So that was a good one. <laughs> but I can see that. They, um, they just hook him in the nose with that pop culture. Well, this is how they get the color revolutions. All right, I'm started. there. So, 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 what, all right, so now you get me to a, you've been to one. I have not. But you get to the, to the Taylor Swift concert. Now, what are they doing to you there? They are indoctrinating you into her constituency where you kind of see. Identify with her. You identify with her and the other people in those groups. Now, I don't have a lot of commonality with 14-year-old girls politically, which is mainly what was there. And you don't fly to islands. Mm -hmm. I don't fly to the islands. No, don't like that. Don't want to yeah. do it. Don't want to hear about it. Um, but there again, I have appreciation for a Taylor Swift concert from a marketing perspective, from all sorts of perspectives. But I don't understand how that gets you to do something. Vote for Biden? Well, yeah. yeah, of course. That's okay, the I got it, I guess. Like, well, like, like I, I'm going to vote for somebody because Linda Ronstadt wants me. Well, at least you won't vote That's for silly. Trump. You won't, but many will. Yeah. You may not vote for Biden, but you will not vote for Trump if you are an avid Taylor Swift fan. Okay. Say it again. You may not vote for Biden, but you will not vote for Trump. Sarah's not going to vote for Trump? So think, think about Golden Globe Awards. How many Oof. years in a row have we seen all these Hollywood-type people at the Golden Globes and seen all the political shenanigans on the stage narrative form and get everybody to groupthink and believe something that's totally not true and convince these people when they leave the Golden Globes to act and say a particular way politically. So so I got you. It's like it's like the way they spread this Trump derangement syndrome. Yes. Well right, they, so, they and I don't watch the Golden Globes, the Globes, that's why I don't get affected. Right. Well, 
you're not into the Golden Globes. Okay, you see what I'm saying? You're not. It's right, not right. something you wait for or want to. You might uh, look at it for two seconds. You know, I think I really do believe that this goes, that it happened in my childhood that I broke from it because I like the Beatles. And my mom and dad didn't, they thought they were evil people, blah, blah, blah. And I just told them, look, I'm going to listen to music. I'm not going to listen to politics. That's a promise. And so I, ever since then, it didn't matter. Now, you could go too far, like Barbara Streisand went too far where you can't even listen to her. Of course, she wasn't talented. She was horrible. I hated her. I couldn't stand her music. But she went so liberal that I didn't want anything to do with it, right? Yeah. So, so I don't know. That's maybe the problem is, is I'm just too eccentric. Well, this works for a great majority of people. And apparently it worked so well, it almost toppled Iran during the color revolution. Iran then shut off the telephones huh. to stop it. Wow. You mean like it's been done before? Ooh. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm hearing you on this thing. I want to tell you something. This, to me, the biggest news right now, as far as this blob goes, and I'm sure you're going to get to it, but the biggest news is Soros buying up those radio stations that Rush Limbaugh used to be on. Mm-hmm. That is a big thing. Now, mm-hmm. Soros is part of it. He doesn't control it. He's taking orders. Yes. All right. Now, listen, you got to listen to this. If you know who they are, they're not the ones in charge. Really? You don't know the names. Yeah, the, the Soros is a, is a financier for the blob. I'm going to be so mad if I find out it's Dwayne. <laughs> yeah, sitting there wearing that MAGA hat in disguise. <laughs> okay. Hey, look at all that. Here we go. Now he's got his V-mask Now he's got on. his Guy Fawkes mask, and, and he looks like he's uh, anonymous. There you go. <laughs> He looks like one of those FBI but, but, but guys. But let's, let's now, here's, they get the, that's the right. reason right. they have these groups together in a concert and everything. That's their street muscle. BLM. So let that's me, a, let me add something to help emphasize what Glenn's saying, but by turning the contrast opposite. Think about when this narrative forming by consensus building has gone wrong and has actually accidentally exposed itself, but we have not recognized it. So let me give you some examples that may exist, because this is Conspiracy Theory Friday, right? It is it. So, theory, though. So, so think about large-scale United States um, consensus-building groups, one that they would love to control and to use for narrative forming, but may have backfired. NASCAR. They turned the Mm -hmm. kettle up, the pot up, too quickly, and frogs hopped out of it instead of being cooked. That whole noose hanging on the door Mm -hmm. thing, they just about imploded the NASCAR group of people with that. And the whole you can't bring a rebel flag thing. So they were narrative forming, and if they did too much too quick, and a lot of 
the populous people in that group of NASCAR revolted and hopped out and said, forget it. I suspect. What does that mean? They forget it. What'd they do? They, they just said, I, I'll just quit being a NASCAR fan. I'll quit going. I'm done. Yeah. Look at, in that, look at NFL with the take a knee. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look at the Budweiser with, with the whole, you know, girlhood thing. Those could have been CIA type people narrative forming and made mistakes and over calculated. Mm-hmm. Uh, has so- NASCAR lost popularity? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. They've imploded. Really? Uh, yeah. Yes. NASCAR used to be. Yeah, huge. It used to be if you put NASCAR on like a cereal box, they couldn't keep it in the store. Yes, that's true. But let me ask you about NFL, and I don't keep up with how many fans a particular sector has, but is the reason they pull this whole Taylor Swift thing to bump up? Well, let's talk about the most watched um television program ever where do you think what do you think it is it was the super bowl this no. year's this super bowl? One, yes no 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 it was the last the last day that mr rogers was on oh, stop. Uh, okay yeah the blob so anyway, this was the most watched ever wow most watched last television one? program this last one yes i watched it thank goodness well, of course, I was going to watch it because my kids watched it. They're watching it. One of them was watching it because Taylor Swift. The other one was watching it because Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, you know, I watched it because I'm a huge Chiefs fan. Yeah, but. they got us all hooked. So climate change is a group that they can try to build consensus in and narrative form. Just think about every group. If you think about it in terms of how to draw string people together and make a place where you can begin turning up the pot and cooking the frog slowly in narrative form, then all of a sudden a bunch of crap in the past 30, 40 years starts making sense. Stuff that never made sense before. Yeah. And they fund like Goldman Sachs just set up. Is that that fancy store? No. Goldman Sachs is a financier. Uh, Google is a CIA setup. Mm Mm-hmm. What? Yes. Yes. Most of the funding to start Google was CIA. Get out of here. So that's how they knocked Yahoo, because Yahoo was huge. Remember Yahoo? Remember all these search engines that were doing so well? Yeah. And all of a sudden, they wiped them out? Yeah. It's because they have been working on, there's a cutout, there is... Google set up with, and I forget this guy's, Jared, anyway, it wasn't Jared Kushner, it was Jared Levine, I think, or somebody like that. He has been the main impotence or push for uh, the AI being able to do these toxicity scores on all these ideas. What's his last name? I don't know his last name. That's the problem right now. I didn't write that part. First name was Gerbil? Jared. Jared. And it's a, like, Stein or something like that. Is Durable Stein. Yeah, something like that. He uh, he was the one that set up in Google, which was called, anyway, he it was a think tank for one person, him. And this is when he developed 
this digital AI large language model that would give you toxicity scores, heat maps of all these ideas on the Internet where you could preemptively go and squash them instead of, you know, after, you know, normally what was they see something going up and they'd make disinformation on it and make it go away. Now you can do it before it ever gets into anybody's mind because of AI. AI has been here. These large language models have been here at least since 2018, but probably think, before. Think of Google as an NGO. Most NGOs are created because our government decides they need a non-government organization to feed money to to do something useful for the government. And I Google thought about that. Sure. that. All right, so Twitter, we had that goofy-looking guy. What was it? The one who's gone off to North Africa. Oh, um, gosh! The minute you tell me these right. names, what was I don't know who that was? That had the, the Twitter. The, he used to do Twitter. Um, he's creepy. Then they had the they had the um, the Facebook guy. He was creepy. Zuckerberg. Right. And then Apple. We know who they had. Who was the face of Google? That's interesting, isn't it? You don't know. That is interesting. <laughs> I even know who I even know enough about the history of Yahoo who knows Jack that. Dorsey. Jack, Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey was Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Twitter. Right. Why well, do we so we had a face to Yahoo. I remember that. In fact, one of the people who funded it who funded it, originated it was from and got filthy rich was from the same with and graduated with my brother and at Sam Houston. We knew who they were. Right. I have no idea who these Google people are. Do we know? Well, they're probably from Washington. We do know, the, but there's a CEO. You know, in other words. But the, you don't know who he is. Larry Page. Was he Was he remember. Google? Uh, well, I, that's that name just popped up in my mind. Okay. Um, another thing, too, these academics. So yes. <laughs> they have partnered interest. And Stanford had like a cyber, some kind of cyber center. It was for protection. And anyway, it was the censorship deal. And so they. CISA. Uh, CISA. Yes. Thank you. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, part of the DH. Yes. And so, yes, that's part of their cloaking, too, is they do their dirty work through, quote, academics, even though the head of this center at Stanford was not even, he wasn't a master's. He wasn't a Ph.D. They set up these academic uh, institutions, too, centers Mm -hmm. in within the university. And they send their their CIA uh, bag of dirty tricks experts Mm -hmm. into it, making them academics when they have no academic credentials. Right. They they just know the school of dirty tricks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This the guy that was heading it up at Stanford had, I think, a bachelor's in electrical engineering maybe, but nothing beyond that. And then what they'll do, like Glenn was saying, they go seamlessly between government and um, academia, academia yeah. and private, the, you know, private big business. The Center for Disinformation, you know, to fight disinformation might be the way they mm-hmm. put in at Stanford mm-hmm. has said, and they quote it in the media. And then you say, oh, well, the center, the, you just don't know where that center is. But Stanford, that's very respected. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a blob. We don't know who they oh, are. It is. It's what a you're blob. saying. We don't it's know who they everywhere. are. everywhere. And those centers we, are in universities around the, all over the United States. The blob doesn't have one single head. 
Think about Bible reference there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it has. And, and it's a zoo of very dissimilar things. So the NGOs yeah. is one section in the zoo, and the NGOs, non-government organizations, are just useful entities that each one has their very narrow focus, and they need money, and so the government gives them money, and they do their jobs and are useful. And then you've got the military-industrial complex. They're useful in in order to use wars. And like a war in, a, I don't know, Ukraine. Yeah. And so you've got the Pentagon, and then you've got the, the people that feed them their toys to do their little endless wars. But that is so much money and so much power, but it also develops the technology that we have the Internet, we have social media. We have artificial intelligence. That's all been born out of the 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 argument for military uh, technology. And you know, Science Foundation, NSF, and all that. That all was born out of there. Yeah, and you know, one of the things that we have to remember is some of the earlier. Uh, whistleblowers on all of this with Snowden and Julian Assange, and you see what they've done to them. Well, you know, this NSF, Charlotte and I, back in law school, got a lot of those on our checks. It would be... (laughs) 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 Didn't, Didn't we at one time decide that when people vote, the only ones that can vote is you had to have land at first. Yeah. I like that. that the original concept of, of voting rights was a landowner. Right. Yeah. And another well, thing. Go ahead. It started in Athens. That's how it was in yeah. Athens. So democracy has been redefined since about 2016 officially across the entire blob that they are the landowners. They have the rights to vote. And so what happens politically in the United States tends to be from consensus building from blob memberships, not the individual voters in the United States, because we're, we are not representative of the new democracy in the blob. Yeah, they're redefining democracy. And women are one of the worst voting blocks. They are, it's horrible because they typically vote Democrat. Uh, you know, the whole, the whole thing. They support feminist policies, which are not pro-family policies. And they, and you look at all how big our government has gotten since women have voted because they're designing programs to cater to women who want, I mean, when you, if you think about it. They're ruining women. Oh, they, they are. are. They, are definitely they actually have. You know, even, even that son of a bitch, if you read what he has to say, that son of a bitch says things like, um, um, you know, if you if you want a, I learned a lot in two or three weeks being on there. I got you know every now and then I just go three weeks on 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 Yahoo and X Twitter and I have things to talk about. But that son of a bitch said something to the effect of you shouldn't expect your house your house your wife to be a housewife take care of your children. He said that. He said if you're not willing to pay for it, why should you why should you expect your wife to do it? Well, as what I do know about Mike Cernovich is that he has said 
uh, turned toward Christ. He has said that porn is evil. He has said that you uh, you need to get out and work. You can't get around that. Oh, I don't think I disagree with him on everything. I just want that one thing. Now, also, you've got to remember, James, sometimes people say things to elicit a response. Gotcha. And this may not might, might be out of context. It might be out of context too. Okay. And he might put it out of context to get you to react. Well, I mean, I like what I did was I'm done with him, and I took him off. You know, speaking of Cernovich saying, you know, quit. Am I saying it wrong? It's not Cernovich. Quit, no. quit watching Cernovich. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's another thing that I feel like the blob has pushed this whole porn um, industry. Remember? Yeah, but I mean, guys are going to look at porn. That's a problem, no matter what. It just used to be difficult. You had to go to a, a store and embarrassingly buy the thing. I think they've been they've been well, behind. And it. now it's. I imagine you can get anything you want, and it's horrible. You get snuff films. You get children's. I mean, it's like it's. Bad, but I mean, I'm a hundred percent science say it's horrible, Charlotte. I want to make sure you know that. It's, it's, it's a horrible thing. With, I just don't know that you got to have the blob do that. No, but you can enhance it. Okay. Yes. I got you. All right. And make it free. Huh. Right. Yeah. There you yeah. Go. Exactly. And, and, and then use it as a digital vacuum cleaner. Suck up that information so that you Thank now you. have blackmail material to yep. cause people to work for you and yep. stay in compliance. Yep. They are going to prey on any hook, any addic- addiction. Anybody thinks that stuff's anonymous. It's crazy. But you remember yeah. when yeah. it was at CBS, it was some some show. Remember they had that Pornhub thing up on the um, – Yeah, that? They, uh, they've – they've uh, – you know, Pornhub, everybody knows what Pornhub is now. You notice all the reports on Pornhub? Yeah. Now we all know, and it's. I'm sure it's easy to go in, type it, boom, you're there. But CBS actually, and they called out on it, of course, you know, on Twitter. This was several years ago. And, I, well, it was when Don Lemon was still, oh, it must have been CNN. Because Don Lemon was there. But anyway, they had uh, it pulled up on the laptop that they had projected or whatever. They had some kind of ad or, or because something. Because it, it a, it's a banner ad that yeah. was in some Internet, and, you know, they advertise everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, you know what the politicians and everybody needs to do on that? They need to say when they, when they get their job or when they are running, so look, I want to say in advance, I looked at porn, I regret it. I did it, and I regret it. They almost had me hooked. I, I'm not hooked. Yeah. That's what they need to do because most men are going to go, yeah, I looked at it. We all, all guys checked yeah, it out. You yeah. can't say you never checked it out. No. The question is, do you want to stay on it? The twist is, does it suck you in and then you... Make you do something you wish you didn't well, do. It makes you a illegal. dribbling idiot like a gamer. But, I mean, I mean is, is Pornhub got a illegal porn, too? Is that the argument? I know the argument it was on Twitter. It, it had some because they were not doing their due diligence to find out yeah. who was in the video and what their ages were and where where they were filming to know what the age limit was in those countries or states or whatever. So they yeah. were being sloppy on purpose. So, yes, technically there was illegal porn 
on these free porn sites. But if you, okay, but so good. This, that helps me. If this is, and I think it probably is, the blob. That's the best explanation because I've been asking on this podcast forever. How are they funding all of this free porn? We are. That would make tax sense. dollars. Well, it would make sense. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Tax dollars through NGOs, NGOs, NGOs. And absolutely, if they want to get somebody, they would slip them an, an illegal pick the film, and then they got you looking at child porn. Yeah. So you, you know how I got you. I see. I, now that I get. We used to have those signs on the interstate that would tell you, and it, it would always be plenty of time, one exit before. So you're coming and approaching exit 150, right? And it would say, exit 152 is performing, uh, uh, everybody has to exit, and they're performing uh, a drug check, right? And right. so they're trying to scare people to get off at exit 50 to exit before it, right? And they're, that's where they're checking everybody is on the off-ramp. Well, they Louisiana, said they had I-20 closed and that the next one. I got it. Okay. Yeah. But I almost we, we all know it. They, get somewhere. They, they've been doing that for 15, 20 years. We all know about it. It's, it's kind of comical because they still do it every once in a while. Well, Louisiana along with a handful of other states, recently passed laws that require these free porn websites to do I, um, uh, the most minimal age check. And the way they do it is through a handful of supposedly third-party um, identity verification sites. <laughs> and and so, you well, have to, I think, once, have to say you're above 18 when you go in. Yeah. yeah. So once you... Once you um, go to the new, the porn sites now, um, you you get challenged with verify my identity, and it gives you the list of the third party sites. And the porn site says, "We promise we're not keeping and checking that information." The third party is the one verifying your age and then telling us green or red and letting you in. So I <laughs> I don't think that was there necessarily to protect kids. I think that was there to collect who's going to these porn sites. Gotcha. Charlotte's going to say goodbye. Hey, bye. It was good seeing you, Dwayne, literally. <laughs> okay, I get you. Yeah, it would be a way for you to verify what you were looking at. Don't speed. <laughs> but it would be a way to verify what you're looking at is what you're saying. Yeah. It makes verify who it is that was looking at it. Right. Well, right. they can do that anyway, but it makes it you know you're looking at it. All right. So let's suppose let's just suppose that they're trying to get Rand Paul. Okay. And if he got on, they would know if he got on to Pornhub, right? They could do that. They got easily could know that, right? If he happens oh, yeah. to be using a, a, a verification, that can be linked back to him for sure. And then, he, and then, if, it's, if it's just an IP address, you can claim you got multiple computers at your house, and you can claim your one of your computers must have been hacked by a Russia cyber gang, and so therefore what your computer was doing is not your responsibility. But if you're yeah, but if your camera picks you up standing over it, if a camera picks you up standing over it, playing yeah, Willie, maybe. All right. Well, my question is this, because I really, I mean, I've admitted on here before. I, I can I will not try to say I've never looked at that since we've had it. My thing, and I kept arguing with Big Jim. It didn't appeal to me. It was one of those things that just okay. I I, I liked Playboy because men like boobs. 
right? And and I and I've grown I've grown up, and I'm, if my wife caught me with a Playboy nowadays, they would they don't have one, but she would she would still not put up with it, right? <laughs> There'd be a dude in it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> my point is this though, so I really don't know how the porn industry works. All I know is that I've been told that it's free. Okay, and that you can get anything you want, and there's no need to pay for it. Okay, that's what I've been told. Yeah. Now I don't know how you find what you want. I'm assuming they have categories or something that you have a way to pick what you want. All right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they got categories. They do. All right. Now my question is, if and I'm using Rand Paul because I think he probably does not do it because they can't shut him up. They must not have anything on him. So Rand, <laughs> Mr. Rand Paul, I'm using you because I think you're clean. All right. Now, so let's suppose he did start looking at it. I'm sure they could pick your, figure out what it is that turns him on, right? Yeah. Could they direct where he would think he's going to something legal and direct it to to a, a video where oh, it's an illegal? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I get it. Without so the blob, the blob can do that. Oh yeah. Yes. That would be what they're doing. Okay. So now I understand, guys, stay off those those porn sites. My yeah. goodness. Yeah. But be my advice as well. Yeah. Wow. That is how they're doing it. This we we live we have a little like we our, our we have a black malocracy. Yes, I think we do. I think that is, you know, you you've. Why does the DOJ do what the DOJ does now? I think the head of the DOJ they have some on him. Why did maybe a Supreme Court justice not vote the way we thought he would? Okay, now, guys, I just I I, I still. Don't get – I get that one. All right, so that was really easy to me to see how they could hook somebody. I want to go back to the blob and the big concerts. Do they influence enough people to spend that kind of money to promote somebody? Yes, I think so because they've been doing it forever. They keep doing it. Yeah, they haven't stopped doing it. Now, so, so I don't believe Taylor Swift has signed a contract and been in a secret room and met with people and they said, hey, Taylor, here's a message we want you to put out. That's not how they work at all. No. She they, is a useful idiot. And, and when we say idiot, not necessarily that she's dumb, but she doesn't know what she's doing for she's the being, blog. Yeah, she's being... She's being in, encouraged in a subconscious kind of way by people who a whole room of very highly intelligent people that learn her, study her, and figure out how to poke and prod in a gentle way where she doesn't know she's being poked and prodded to get her to do and say and act certain ways. Okay, but then she she endorsed Biden in 2020, right? Yep. Yeah. No? Okay, so that's... She did. And then she did it late enough that she said, just had a meeting with the Biden campaign and I've decided to vote for him. Please go out and vote. And all the Swifties went out and voted for who? Mm. Biden. Or or it was narrative forming and it just gave the appearance they did whenever they started adding and stuffing ballot boxes and counting yeah. jeans. And then they could say, well, it was all the young women who came out and voted for Biden. That's why Trump got beat. 
No, got to be they cheated. All right, now, okay, now I see it. I they, they rigged and cheated. Well, well, let me say this. Let me say this. They do need to have a cover, and they need to be able to say it's because of Taylor Swift. They got to be able to say it's because it was anti-Trump, and they got to be able to say you know this and that. They got to have reasons that they even want, they'll even might, they'll even say it's because you know he won because of the ballot box, and they'll do whatever they can to say that's what caused it. And not Whether say it's just, true or not. Right, yeah. right, right. Okay. All right, so the blob the blob does that. All right, so the blob gets people to look at illegal porn. The blob, the blob uses celebrity ship to get people to think Tar- a certain way. Target softening. Okay. What else do they do? Well, they have done the research for these toxicity scores that allow them to, you know, we think AIs just hit the scene, right? And large language models are a very new thing. They've probably been started back in 2016. Earlier than that. Yeah. And that they were almost done with the research by 2016, but not quite. And the Jared Cohen was the guy who was had the that I didn't know his name earlier, so I, I looked it up. But Jared Cohen is the one who was instrumental in Google learning the AI large language model system for censorship. And and Gerbil Cohen Cohen Corbin works works for who? Google, but Google guess Cohen? now he's uh, left Google and gone to and he joined Google when it wasn't very big. By the way, he yeah. let, he was a darling of the. Uh, Washington influence group. He could have done anything he wanted. He said, no, I think I'm going to work at Google. Okay. And then he started the one-man think tank that was looking at – it was it was literally a one-man think tank, him. How old is Durable? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'd have to look that up. But anyway, uh, he's not super old. Uh, now – He's gone to Goldman Sachs for their international, uh, worldwide investment advice, global politics. In other words, when, you know, Russia invaded Ukraine, it caused a lot of uh, financial chaos. And so Goldman Sachs has set up this thing that he runs, again, by himself, quote, unquote, uh, where he's looking at global politics and what the Goldman Sachs can leverage to influence global politics. Um, that's why they don't like populist anything. Guys, we're too big. We're too big. Yeah, I don't think this can be fixed. So let, let me tell you something, because I've been monitoring technology. I've been fascinated by it, and I, I study every, like, Discovery Channel type thing that would come out. And way back in the Wayback Machine, maybe 2004 or five, I remember seeing two or three Discovery Channel type shows that talked about the Internet and where it was heading and the future of the technology, the search engines, and how Nostradamus with his quatrains, you know, people are like, oh, this is like a crystal ball, but it's generally we have to look backwards to be able to interpret what it meant. It's hard to interpret beforehand. Um, but they they looked at the Internet and they said, based upon people's behaviors, bulletin board chats, search engine um, information and statistics, that our government, the military 
industrial complex was experimenting and are having some initial success at data crunching, data sciences, of predicting short term the future of what's going to happen and that they were looking and experimenting with can we predict terrorist activities that are being planned and implemented within days, weeks, even months based upon this data analysis of what's going on on the Internet. And that show was an hour of exploring that science, emerging science. That was, you know, early 2000s. That is AI. That is heat mapping. That is what what kind of score you were talking about? Toxicity score. Toxicity scoring. That's what that developed into. I guarantee you. Forget is hashtag just make it that. easy for them? No. The thing that has upset the blob the most has been Elon taking over <laughs> X and taking out all the censorship engines in it. But they're also... Elon has stated there's so much spaghetti code, as he called it, that they're still trying to unravel everything. So every once in a while, it'll do something that seems like the old Twitter. Uh, you know, I got a, 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 a story I think is funny about the hashtag thing. Um, I'll kind of open the – I kind of told the punchline to it already. But what was really funny was that when Katie was – my daughter was working at MCS that they had to do a lot of – getting into you, you had to have different um passcodes to get into different things so there's different levels and so one of the passcodes had the the pound sign in it <laughs> oh yeah I'm this. So, it's a good story three two four pound sign exclamation mark dollar sign or something like that and so it would tell it would say, okay, this is what you put in. And she, so she was on the phone with this gal, and she says, okay, three, two, one, pound sign, exclamation mark, question mark. And she says, nope, it's not working, not working. So Katie went over to her date table and watched it. She was typing in pound sign. P-O-U-N-D. She yeah. was typing it in. And she goes, no, no, it's this. And she says, why didn't you say hashtag? <laughs> Well, that 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 it's even funnier because you remember the Me Too movement, and they were putting a hashtag Me Too, but us old folks that knows that's a pound sign was saying, do y'all realize that it's you're actually saying pound Me Too? <laughs> yeah, that's like uh, the Tea Party. That when I early on they were calling themselves Tea Baggers. I go, guys, I even put that out. I said we need to stop saying Tea Bagger because uh, look it up in the Urban Dictionary, and yep. that's all I'll say about that. Anyway, okay, okay, we got off on that one. Now, all right, so so what was the last one again? Now three. We put together three, and what was the third one? Well, oh yeah, we were talking about Gerbil Cohen. Right now, this is Goldman Sachs, BlackRock. You know, a lot of these big, huge, and I mean trillion-dollar market. They have trillion. BlackRock has trillions of dollars to invest. Think about that for a minute. Go ahead and give your disclosure. And full disclosure, I'm sure that I own some, okay, because I'm in, in you know, they're in everything. And so if you buy, yeah, if you buy an ETF, uh, if you do foreign market ETF, you're going to be investing in China in some way. 
uh, it may be, you know, they even said that about Trump. Well, he had an ETF that was international, yeah. and there was 2% Chinese in it, you know, maybe, or 1%. Uh, you don't know when you own these ETFs, everything that's right. in them. Gotcha. So, trillions. Trillions. And that's just one entity. But you take Goldman Sachs, trillions. You take uh, well, Wisdom Tree, one that most people don't know about, trillions. <laughs> And they just build upon each other. And you have just BlackRock has the has there's five or six countries that don't have that much in their economy that 10 countries, you know, it, it could represent that many. And these aren't insignificant countries. These are maybe South American countries, but they're like Brazil and stuff like that. Um, then you have the Stanford Internet Observatory. What would you think that would be? That's where you look for meteors that are going to crash, and that's why they turn uh, off. Yeah. The see how it see how it works? It says Internet Observatory. Uh. <laughs> but you think, oh, observatory. That's what you hear. So you think it's like they're looking at the stars? No, they're look. They're the ones who researched a lot of this heat map toxicity score system. Heat map. Okay. So when a James perspective comes along, I bet it's burning. Do you remember Barack Obama coming into office and they said, well, the reason his campaign worked so well the first go around was he was the first presidential candidate, now president, that successfully harnessed the Internet, social media, and they had different words for the heat maps and where this consensus forming was on the Internet, and he harnessed that to be able to successfully market himself and get the most votes. Who did so they admitted to Barack it. Obama. That's Barack Obama. Barack Hussein got, Obama. That's how he got to be president. Yeah. talked about it, the data science. And he funded Stanford Internet Observatory. Okay. He also he made the that? law when he was president or was instrumental in signing the law that said, okay, the CIA is supposed to take over governments or influence governments and overthrow bad governments, right? That's kind of their job. Well, if they build a system to do that, then it's okay if they use parts of it in America. You're, you're using facts, not in evidence. I don't think that the CIA should have that job. Well, that's their – you may not think that, but that's been their stated purpose from I know that G. Gordon Liddy said that, and I was going like, I don't think so. Well, they build the toy, and the people who have the, the skill set to use the toy, and then they just move it out of the CIA department, and they camp it over at DHS or the State Department where Hillary is at. Wow. Yeah. Hillary was head of the State Department. The State Department is the big – blob entity okay if there was a central of uh center of gravity the state department was it for those six years that hillary was in charge of it here's another one just to show you the name uh university of washington center for in an informed public <laughs> that's one of the ngos uh graphica is an NGO that's very significant in this space. The the one that's probably the Atlantic Council Digital Forensic Research Lab may be the worst. 
Uh, and then there's, of course, what do you think EIP stands for? EIP. You really want me to make up one? Sure. <laughs> no. Go ahead. Okay. Election Integrity Project. Good. That sounds very good. Important. Yes, but it's part of the blog. Yes, it's the opposite. Yeah. It's, you know, how do we subvert elections? All right. I just got to have a little help me here. So we got Trump elected in 16. We got Milieu now or whatever, how you say his name in Argentina. in Argentina. And we got Georgia Maloney in Italy with her sweet, sexy self. How do they get elected? Because they didn't have the AI heat map refined system yet. That's when they started to really make it because before it was kind of think of it as analog. They would shut things down. Now they're doing it preemptively. So well, let, me, let me give you my thinking and you tell me if I'm wrong, that populism is the thing that could defeat it. Yes. That populism feeds on itself. It's its own blob and it gets and it happens so fast, so rapidly. Yes. They can't pick it up quick enough. Correct. But they've defined democracy differently. But then they have four years to tear them up. They define democracy differently right. than we do. There's, and Dwayne has said this, it's a consensus of these types of organizations. That's democracy. If they get them all to say the same thing, okay, then we elect this guy. It's your turn, whatever. You know, we've talked about that. Yeah, but I, I don't think you've completely addressed in what, I'm, what my concern is, or not my concern, my theory. My theory is that a populist can get, get himself or herself elected. Right but not reelected. Let me use and a metaphor. Let me, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. But I think that you could you, I promise we'll let you. But I don't think they can get reelected. I think that's the problem. That guy that was a populist in Brazil during COVID, he's in jail now. And I think that's the idea is that even if they get elected, we can take them out in four years. All right. That's what I was going to say. Yes. Their new toys, their new giant contraption is constantly evolving because the threat is evolving and the threat has always been nationalism populism okay and so they're constantly trying to figure out how to close the holes in think of fishing and the big fish getting away oh why did it get away well it broke the line well let's use a different line then you snag, better hook. you snag a few fish and then all of a sudden you get a big fish and now the hook straightens out so now i gotta get it so they constantly are having to play catch up because populism keeps trying to defeat them and they're trying to defeat populism so we're going to see a whole new set of tricks this election cycle. Now you have the decoder ring and your eyes are wide open and we can watch this unfold before our very eyes this year. Yeah. And um, to give some optimism here, um, we had the founders, right? And, you know, they've even trashed them. <laughs> but still, that's in our head. It's in our head that we, and Scott Adams talked about this extensively, and I thought I agree with him. He said, we had the founders, and that's so burnt into our brain that if we got a new set of founders, that would be different. And, 
Elon Musk might be the new Benjamin Franklin. Yeah, I saw that. Vivek Ramaswamy might be Jefferson. Let me let me give you two. (laughs) He's not. He's not being funny. Okay. You didn't see him say it. I saw him say it. Okay. It was good. Let me give you two consensus blocks that are more populism than controllable by the blob, and they were basically destroyed, the military. You traditionally could control the military with conservative thought because they were like-minded, patriotic people, and conservatives were thought to be more the patriotic people. So that whole anti-patriotism and tearing down the military religiously also. Remember, they started pulling all the military priests and then telling them what they can and can't do, and priests were starting to give up their uh, their commissions and leave in mass because they weren't and, being and allowed. And changed out the high-ranking. Yeah, yeah. So, so they were destroying from within that block of conservative voters. I'm not saying Republican. I'm saying conservative voters, okay? And then look at, like, the Boy Scouts of America organization. There was a 10-year battle because Mm -hmm. that was a consensus of people that were voting in generally conservative and religious and patriotic ways, and they eviscerated them. They are leaving them alone now because they finally got a whole suite of policies changed that are no longer that that type of group. So if they can't control a group, they will destroy a group and make the people scatter. Okay, so let's go back to this populism thing being the, the probably their biggest fear. The yep. reason I think so, it's sort of like those fires that happened in 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 Hawaii. Mm-hmm. It happens fast. It was a combination of a hurricane or a big storm causing high gusts of wind after a drought and the next thing you know it's burning out of control and you can't put it out you just gotta let it burn out right and i think that that's what happens i don't see i don't think they saw that in argentina coming right it was too late he's in there now he's in there though you got do agree with me it'll be a miracle if he's still in there in six years uh, the other thing is you did see where he Balance the budget already? Balance the budget and basically took out at least 20% of the government. Yes. We'll see. How, you see, the thing is, we're going to know that by the time of this election if it worked or not. All right. So, so the, blobs, this, the blobs toys takes time to soften up the targets and to narrative form. They can't you. do that overnight, and that's their biggest hangup right now. Look at who they have been going after that they're having a hard time um, totally uh, narrative forming or eviscerating them, and that's the Catholic bloc. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Who else? Yeah, I, I don't see how. I I, I won't say this. <laughs> I hope I'm not causing something into existence, but I don't see when the communists couldn't take out Catholic Catholicism. How can our government, even the blob? Yeah, that, they, they keep surviving despite yeah. themselves even. Um, yeah. All right. So let's, let, let me just give you like a, an issue that I that just I was trying to think of one popped to my head that seemed ridiculous. I was going to use the gas stoves, but but that could be one. But the, what, what I'm going to ask you about is, is uh, the Supreme Court says you can't cancel debt without Congress saying you can cancel uh, education debt, college, college loans. Right. And and I mean, Biden just keeps doing it. All right. Now, that, 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 that amazes me 
that there's no coverage on that. It's none. It's not going to get barely oxygen. even see it. I don't use Fox even covering it. The no. only place you see it, I see it's it. Saw, like, Fox is covering it, but not not very hard. Sarah Hoyt's like all over be. it, huh? Not like they should be. Now, Fox, yeah, Hoyt's all over it. Uh, talk, Patriot Talk Radio is covering it a lot. Okay, but. You see, there. If you have the other part of the blob, is corporate media. That's the other part. All right, so, so what? What would be the reason for the blob doing that? Buying votes, a, a narrative to buy votes. Well, once you pay off. All right. So we, the reason we don't pay Sarah's off is because we figure eventually she has a little bitty one. She has one little bitty. We could pay that thing off any day we want, but we figure that Biden's going to cancel them, right? And we're paying taxes. I'm figuring, well, wait and see if he does it. I wouldn't vote for him for it, though. Well, right. yeah, that and, you know, I've thought about battery backup and solar power on my house just because. And I said, yeah, and then the government will give me some money for it. And I'm like, I wonder if I should do that. But then I think, well, if I take that credit, I'll just, you know, Chalk it up that they've been stealing money from me forever. Well, if you're but it wouldn't make me vote for them. But it's not just buying votes. That's a group of it. That's one aspect. Another angle of that, um, canceling debt, is also to support universities that produce useful idiots with degrees that are useless, like gender studies. Or Stanford Internet Observatory. And, and overpriced professors and overpriced tuition that produce useful idiots that the blob can control. So what's the end game for the blob? To keep doing what they're doing. All right, just get it bigger. Right, and get more control. And, and why do you tell me that movie wasn't relevant? Which movie? The Blob. I think they named. I think that they named that after you that know movie. The I literally believe in the forties. Huh? You do know the original one was in the forties, right? Fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. I thought it was in the forties. You're fifty-eight. You're right. I looked it up. Because I knew that it, somehow or another, I knew that Steve McQueen was in it, and that Madonna was born the year that happened, and the Blob started. But but I do believe they named it after that. I think I don't think they just came up with that. They named it after that movie, and it's perfectly described. It just gets bigger. The CIA up. does work with uh, stars and uh, Hollywood. My point is, I think they they know that the Blob. So so we, let me ask you a question. The, we're helpless. The um. The, the climate change is a consensus group and a big branch of the blob that's actually trying to glue a lot of little blob elements mm -hmm. together in a bigger consensus-forming group. So Elon Musk rises up. Where was his first claim to fame? Wasn't it like PayPal or something? Yeah, like that? it was part of the PayPal right. mafia. So PayPal is part of the social media financial area that's useful for the blobs control mechanism and toys. And Elon probably didn't know that that was uh, part of their toy set. And then he moved into what was his next move into Tesla? I don't know if it was his next, but it was one of his biggest one was Tesla because he thought. Yeah, the next biggest one was Tesla. And Tesla is part of the climate change movement, but he's figured out how to plug into there and make money and grow, right? And then his next one was 
SpaceX. Well, that's yeah. the military industrial complex. So now he's part of that, right? And they need him. They he's made himself like Big Jim. You can't do without him. Now you got to yes. start paying him, right? Yeah, because that's why they can't take him out. The CIA relies heavily on his low Earth orbit. Yeah. Now let me tell you, the next sexiest thing he did to the blob was Starlink. Oh my gosh! <laughs> now they are just in love and enamored. With they couldn't have had a better person that's been set up and and come up through the ranks there and now has his tentacles in a whole bunch of different blob sections of the zoo, and so when he turned around and bought Twitter, one of their Charlies, a dear Charlies, and then reversed it on them and the Twitter files, he is the biggest turncoat. He is the biggest Benedict Arnold since Donald Trump come down the escalator claiming he is going to go for the GOP. Existential threat. Remember, when you hear existential threat, that's the blob talking. Yep. Remember, they talked about Donald Trump being an existential threat. To what does that really mean? Mm. It's just democracy. They don't see it the same way. It's a threat to democracy. They're saying Donald Trump is a threat to the blob because democracy <laughs> is the blob. Yes. That's what they're saying. Yes. Populism, nationalism, they can't stand that stuff. That is their kryptonite, just like you called it. And the Nazis in um, the Bombas region of Ukraine, who do you think started them? <laughs> CIA. Wow. <laughs> So that's their on-the-ground muscle, like Antifa, like BLM. Right, Why has so BLM gone away? Let me let me let me. Did go they back. get everything solved? I mean, I I'm, so. I'm 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 definitely you know that bias interest for corruption. There's I'm 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 too biased towards that sexy thing, Georgia Maloney. I can't I can't be rational about her. So let's talk about let's talk about me to you. That he says name. Me to you. Yeah, me I you. think you're right. All right. He has been the most successful at getting things done populist that I've ever seen. Uh, but the guy in Brazil was pretty close. Remember, he kept he kept Brazil open during COVID, and, and nobody else would do that. Right. Now he's in jail. Right. All right. Now, now what I want to know is what do you see? That that's he's a threat to the blob, even though it's Argentina, right? Right. Is that right to you, Dwayne? Yep. Okay. Are they on it? How much have you heard about his success or failure? I mean, I'll, I'm, I'm you're not here. It's the dog not barking. I'm hooked up to him. You are, but no one else I'm is. Hooked up to John. Listen, I've, I've listened enough of her speeches. I understand some of it now. Okay, that's that's great. But you are not the normal news consumer, nor is our audience, right? So think about that for a minute. You you. I haven't seen anything, but if he fails, I guarantee it's going to be covered by the corporate media like no one's ever done. If he has one failure, well, I mean, I have no doubt that that they that if they decide to take him down, he'll make the news, but not in the way we want him to. Mm. Okay, I'll agree with that. I mean, the, right, did did it make the news that he balanced the budget already? Not the mainstream news. No. Did you know it? Yes. I'm sure he's being shadow banned to those other groups that we are not part of. Yeah. I see. I see. see. They can call us crazy fringe elements. 
And I bet if I, I bet if I, MAGA, extreme I bet if I MAGA, asked Doc, that's what you know, Doc, I bet if I ask Doc, do you know who me you is? He probably doesn't know. And if he does know, he doesn't know it's been balanced. That's right. Nice. So they just, they just bubble, wall us off. I bet Jim office. doesn't know it's been balanced. Yeah, he's he was like I was in law school. That's yeah, been that's what I mean, bomb. dude. There could have been an atomic bomb in Washington D.C. and I would have known. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's they wall us off in our own bubble, and they allow us to do what we want because they think we're insulated. We can't affect their other dear darling groups. Yeah, you know, I'll give you an example of that. So, you, so, so Jim's not the right one. I, I'm listening to you, but I have to say this. Law school, you lose it. You're, you you don't have time for anything that first year. The Challenger exploded. I didn't know. Mm. You know? <laughs> that was everywhere. <laughs> Everybody said, where were you when you first found out about it? Oh, uh, I think I was in Ruston in the studio uh, in 2012. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's where Jim is. Now, Doc is not there, though. Doc has time to read it, and I have a feeling he does check the news sources someplace. But all right, so is that is that Cernovich covering it? He's more focused on don't go into Ukraine and destroy okay. it anymore. So he's very much. So you think I gave up on him too money. quick? But I saw that about. That. Yeah, I think you did, James. And I think you've got to. It's just like there's days when I'll listen to something and I almost give up hope. And then that same person will say something the next day, and I'll say, oh, wait a minute. I didn't think of that because they think through it. Is exposing the blob going to help? Yes. So George Soros, when you ask why is he buying up all these old-school radio stations, that's they got a, a fish got away, and you've just described several fish that got off the hook, and that's them trying to patch around holes in their new toy. Yeah, I, I, they uh, went all the way in on modern digital media and started letting loose of some of that other stuff, and now they're trying to regather it up to prevent the populist message. All right, so so they what they, he'll do then is obviously make it like like Fox went liberal. They're going to make this go liberal. Oh yeah, yeah, they're going to make it sound seems to me all right let me yeah. see i think we'll call it liberal but they'll call it mainstream to me to me fox news is more dangerous than cnn and nbc combined and the reason is they sell themselves as neutral they sell themselves as maybe center right but they're actually in the absolute pocket they're in the blob they're in the blob you, you notice fox has dropped that tagline we report you decide i haven't heard that in a long time yeah, I wonder why. Anyway. Well, I'm, I went to American Airlines used to have a, uh, a a slogan that says, we move our tails for you. And all the stewardesses were getting their butt pinched, said, hey, move that tail and had to change it. So we don't always <laughs> we don't always keep our slogans. But I think pound me, too, is one of them. Yeah, <laughs> pound me, too. <laughs> I, I'll never forget Minute Work when they went viral back in the 80s. They had to change all the road signs to men working. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody was still in all the signs. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So so I guess to me, the, the I'm going to have the fun watching Milieu because he seems to actually be doing what he said he was going to do, and he had a plan, Yeah, and he's doing it. Georgiana, Georgiana Georgia, 
Maloney, um, it's a mixed blessing with her. Now, her speeches still are just absolutely lovable. You, you, you can't, I mean, seriously, even if you don't know what she's saying, she just says it so well. She, mm-hmm. it's, it's her speech as much as anything. <laughs> but she's not able to move things in Italy like Milieu has been able to do in Argentina. It, it, now, and I think maybe the reason for that, James, is Argentina was just destroyed. Yeah. It couldn't. It was. Yeah, you know what? That's true. There was only one direction that country. Yeah, yeah. You, you either, you know, you either don't have the nation anymore of Argentina, but you know that's unlikely. Right. He gets I, to play the Phoenix. All right, I got to ask you this question. It's it's Friday, and I've been meaning to ask this forever. I'm in no hurry today, believe it or not. Um, Iran has claimed a piece of the Antarctic. As theirs. Yeah, they're gonna build a base. Oh, we'll see how that works. Is it because they don't have a gulag? What's the reason? What's the reason for them wanting to be on the Antarctic? Okay, there are bases in the Antarctic. Are the U.S. has some kind of base up in the Antarctic? I'm sure it's for surveying. You know, that'd be a piece of the Earth that you could do anything you wanted. Yeah. Well, except it's cold. Yeah. Well, there's also, no streakers there. But you know, I claim a part of Antarctica. What is that doing? It's, what ooh, squirrel? That's what it is, in my opinion. Squirrel. Well, I mean, I laughed about it. I was going like, I doubt that they could even maintain a base there. They might be. Iran might be a, more competent than we think. So, so, are they part of the blob? I don't know. They, if they're that part was part of the blob, of, but they're, they're. Iran was part of the Seleucid Empire, wasn't it? I don't know. It makes a difference. It makes a difference because of the 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 way these people that were in that, as opposed to the one that was Egypt, was that Ptolemy? Um, I think Iran was, and, that, and 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 I can't remember the break somewhere in there because they're not. They're Persian. They're not. They're not Arab. Right. And there's a difference, but I, I can't remember. It seemed like to me they were. It, all right. So so we're still dealing with the Persians just like the Greeks were. Right. Basically. Basically we are. All right. And and to say that the Persians were incompetent would be ridiculous. Yes, that and would be that, ridiculous, but they were defeated. Well, they all are. Yeah. No country lasts forever. Right. Well, no name lasts forever, but Iran's still there. All right. I Maybe not the same size and everything, but there's part of it there. And, and they are kind of a do-their-own-thing type of people, really are. Yeah, they might be more competent than we believe. Now, so. I, I think there's a, a great divide between the, the average people in Iran, the citizenry, versus the, the uh, theocracy that's yeah. run, ruling it like thugs. Why would they want to? I'm, see, I just, I, 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 I did just. Would, I want to make sure you know this. I didn't take it lightly. I don't think they announced that they own a part of Antarctica, claiming a part of Antarctica. If there wasn't a reason, nobody gave a reason. So I have to start pondering. What could they possibly want to do there? Curious behavior. We're going to have to observe more close. <laughs> <to find> out. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> 
that's what I'm doing. I think we just pay attention to this. I don't yeah. think I'm going to drop it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep watching. And it's it's one of those things. There are certain things that I stay on, and, and I and I check every day to see if there's anything on Epstein's Island. I'm not going to let me. I'm not going to forget that. I want to know there why. was something. Wasn't there Florida's passing a law so that it has to be released? Yeah, but how does that help? Florida Florida does some really strange things. Their, their legislature does. I know, but. Also, where Epstein was, you know, uh, had the trial was in Florida. And when it first came out that there was this island, it was in Florida. That's true. It was in bad court, though, wasn't it? I don't know. I know that the guy you don't like, Cernovich, is the one who filed the pleadings to get it released. I I really being a little, you know, being silly with with him. I, I don't know anything about the guy. And he said that, and I went, you know what? I'm not getting anything else out of what anything else he's saying. He's saying stuff I'm already hearing somewhere else. And so I said, I'm not going to waste my time with him. And I got rid of him. And and I, I the same thing with Prozac. He, he He's not saying anything that's new to me. He may be great. He may be a good guy. Mm-hmm. But I'm not getting anything new out of him. He was wasting my time. I can find it better sources elsewhere. I, I'd rather ask you and, and, and um, Dwayne. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I think we've probably been past our time here. Yeah, I think we are. Well, it's hard. To, you know, it's just, I see what Dwayne is saying now. We need from now on right down the time we start, write it down. Not, well, not look we at started at 21, 22. Well, that's good, too. But, we, but, but for purposes of knowing how long to do our podcast, we need to write the, the exact time down is what real yeah, time is. Uh, that's what Dwayne said. I think he's right. He always is on technology stuff. I, oh, I mean, yeah. He hasn't been wrong yet, Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've solved the world's problems. We need to. We know this is. Well, what we, I'm say. we we got to decide: is this plausible? Is it busted? Or is it confirmed? Plausible for sure. Plausible for sure, and I think a large part of it's confirmed. I think the series of coincidences and how well the puzzle pieces fit together. I'm going to call it confirmed. Mm-hmm. I would tend towards that as well. However, if we know how it works, it's just like yeah, it helps to know. It helps to know. No, you're but right. Also, you're gonna need to look if you find out something in the news, who said it, who funded it. That's what you gotta ask yourself. And I think that, that Glenn's purpose on this ex Twitter thing is, is that right now he thinks we could trust uh, Elon Musk better than anybody else, and it could change. We it could we change. Have, we have change. I think Twitter X is your primary spewing outlet that's gushing populism messages. And it can't, and it's, it can't stop it. Uh, well, you can if you shut him down and put him out of business. Yeah, that's true. If Elon dies or um, they somehow jail him or get him out of there, yeah, I won't be. Who is it? The FTC that's looking? Not the FTC. So, somebody's looking into him from the federal government. Justice Department. Everybody's looking that into that whole him. transaction. And you know that there's that uh, there's a guy that that teaches law school at, at, a, at Tennessee talks about some of his students who took jobs with the DOJ and they literally have a course early on. It is they'll pick someone like Mother Teresa and say, "Find four felonies she committed." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can find a felony we've all committed. We don't even know yeah, what it is. Yeah, and I mean, he, I do love his style. You know, Delaware, 
denies his bonus, and he said, "Oh, we're ch- we're changing our incorporation to Texas." Well, right, he did so, the same thing with California with Tesla. Yeah. So, so the question that I agree with you that we'll say that I'll say that it's at least plausible, maybe likely. You're saying confirmed. Um, likely confirmed. Yeah. All right. So, so how do you think we end it? Well, a new founding is what I'm thinking. That influenced you. That video influenced you, didn't it? Yeah, I very won't, much. I won't, I won't take it lightly again. I laughed at it. I thought it was great. I thought that the video was – you know what I really thought? That Scott Adams was playing around with AI. That What's that new one, that grant? No, that was a – uh, yeah, but it was uh, – that was done by a fan. Okay, it was great. Okay, as, it was a great video. As afraid as the blob and the State Department um, entrails are of Donald Trump, he has to be their kryptonite. He has to be the help of return to populism. And I think if he can get the right posse around him, you just give him a long weekend and he'll start start dismantling their toy. Well, that's what you would hope for sure. Yeah. All right. And, then he and, has, and, my, uh, and Mike Benz was – He doesn't trust anybody who's been in D.C. He was screaming about this, and he said that the Trump people were so obfuscated with other things. He was in the Trump administration, by the way. Uh, he said they were so busy with so many other things, they really didn't take it too seriously. They were blind. Uh, I think they will this time. Yep. All right. So here's my take on it, and, and, and I, I'm telling you again. They didn't pick that name Blom. They know they got it from that movie. <laughs> All right. And, and, and to me, the arrogance of that is, is that they did, that the Blob did lose because they took it to the, to the Antarctic and dropped it off and it, it froze it. So that to me is how we defeat them. They have to know that we're going to defeat them by something like that, gathering them up. And putting them in a gulag? Is that what the movie's telling us? Uh, the movie, I would, you know, the way you jail them. That's how I think you'd have, you know, you have to dismantle a lot of it. Millet is showing us it can be done. Well, I I can't. I, there's one more little plug before we before the real thing. If you're looking at, at porn, either if you listen to this podcast and you're still looking at it, it's a mistake. Look, just start watching Maloney, Georgia Maloney videos, and you, will, you don't need to go there anymore. <laughs> Those are completely legal. Well, now somebody may plug her videos into AI and produce some synthetic. Oh, porn. yeah, there is That's so probably. much AI to I would be with porn. I so angry if someone showed her maybe. Yeah. I would be so angry. You don't, you don't, you don't do that. All right, so, so you got to have a better solution to the end in the blob, don't you, Glenn? Can't you think of something better? We could all meet at the uh, Hot and PJs, drink delicious PJs coffee, and have such clarity of thought. We'd figure out quickly how to stop all this and how to bring back our freedom and our liberty. And we could do that in a wonderful environment with delicious breakfast pastries, lunch pastries, along with uh, breakfast sandwiches, lunch sandwiches, and all-natural Red Bull, along with boosted teas in a wonderful So you have lunch there, too? Yes, with Zap Chips. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. We'll be back Monday with – have we done a Monday podcast yet? 
Yep. Well, I don't know. Probably. Wednesday. I think we have. We, we did it Wednesday. We did it Wednesday. And what we talk oh yeah, we went into depth about Big Booty Trudy. Big Booty Trudy. Yeah, go, you gotta come back for that. Sarah was loaded for bear. You got Oh man, you if you you do not miss that one, trust me yet, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Dwayne, thank you, buddy. All right. Bye bye. 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 Well,